Pod, Mike, James, we are not 21 and 1, but someone is. We are going yes, yes, yes. We went yes, yes, yes. We continue to go yes, 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 as Raw closed in. WrestleMania 30 in the history books. WrestleMania Raw in the history books. Did we like it? Stay tuned, Mike. Hello, everyone. I hope you're sitting comfortably. You've got some mushrooms on the ball. You've got some scrambled eggs. You've got some bacon. Everybody get your somewhat mixed up fry up. I thought you were going to say something. I thought you were going to say something phallic shaped then. Phallic shaped? I don't know why. Yeah. Like what? Like a a sausage to go with the mushrooms and the eggs? Yes. Was that, ah, oh, that was your thinking. You, you didn't meet, ah, oh, now I see what you because it, it sounded like at first you just meant I was going to talk about penises for no reason at all. But you wouldn't do that, would you? Never. How erect was your penis during Mania? For the first match, fairly uh, erect. It then drooped for a couple of hours. It was briefly peaked for Cesaro. And then for the main event, was a full woody bast. <laughs> full woody bast. Okay, but, but the, big, the big news, Mike, yeah? Yes. The big news uh, of WrestleMania is... Where was Miz? Not in the main event. No, no. I know. <laughs> the, big, the big news coming out of where Mania... Where was Alex Riley? Oh, I know, I know, I know. Um, Undertaker. I mean, we'll mention yes. Daniel Bryan. That's a good thing, but Undertaker... <laughs> Losing to Brock Lesnar, the face is in the arena, said yeah. a lot. It has been, let's say, more than 48, 48 hours since yeah. it's happened. I need nearly three days now at the time of recording on is Wednesday, it? the 9th of April, at nearly half past 10 in the evening. Mike, what's your feelings? Now it's begun to sink. Now it's sunk in, maybe, or still sinking in? Talk to me. When it initially happened, the one, two, three, and Cole just quite casually said, streaks ended, streaks broken. And you just, you just kind of watch it get, uh, what, what, what happened? What? <laughs> it, it, it was, it was a bit like you were watching a film and then you turned away for a second and then you look back and all the main characters had died. It's, but what? What? What, what just happened? Is that, like, did I just turn two pages at once? What the fuck? It was very, very odd. It's kind of, and the thing is, Undertaker, as, when we watched this match, it was me and James together and two friends of mine, and my friends Phil and Darren. Darren still hasn't gotten over it. We spoke on the phone earlier today. <laughs> He's still in a state of shock. So am I, to a certain extent. Uh, Darren, Darren I feel for you. Well. I feel for you, Darren. I feel for you. I know. It's, it's, it's bizarre, isn't it? I mean, there's so many things you can say about it. It sucks that he lost, obviously. As, as I mentioned at the time, it is either a horrible booking decision or it's The Undertaker is retiring and very sweetly wanted to put someone over for, in his last match. I believe it. I, a lot of people listening to reports, I believe it was the latter. Ah, so, so people are joining in yeah. my theory. 
A lot of people are saying it is his last match. He was in hospital, apparently with a severe concussion after he yes. stayed in there overnight. I mean, as far as I know, he's doing okay, which okay. which which is obviously good. Um, but yeah, he and and um, having having said, I, I've got lots to say about this, Go on. and it's going to be controversial. Let's hear it. Let's okay, hear it. okay. I think okay. The the Undertaker. Yes, I can understand why he wanted to put someone over. Yes, indeed. And I'm sure people try to convince him not to. Yes, I, I, I suspect that's probably the case. And in many ways, in many ways, Mike, nine out of ten ways, it's the best way to do business. Yes, indeed. Usually, if someone's bowing out, you pull over the next guy. Yes, usually that is good business. Go on. But. But. Two things. One, of who he lost to, how he lost to, the storyline he lost to, and the match he lost to. That's just one major point, right? But the second yes. one, and the arguably more controversial one, and probably many people are going to disagree. Go on. The streak. The streak. In my opinion, yes. it's bigger than The Undertaker. The streak is now become part of WrestleMania. And yes. I think The Undertaker and WWE are very, in some ways, very selfish to take that away from the fans. Because in a funny way, the fans are one thing that have made that streak absolutely matter. They Each year they care about it that bit more, obviously, probably other than this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll go into that, yeah. And I think, I think they unfa- it was not... And this is controversial, Mike, but oh. I, but it got to the point where I don't think it was the right Undertaker had any right in taking the streak away from the fans because it had become bigger than him. Do you mean Brock Lesnar taking the? Nope, no, the Undertaker allow it, um, lying on his back one, two, three, obviously, and because okay. I think the streak had become bigger than the Undertaker himself. So you think that Undertaker was selfish? In, in one way, thought, yeah. And I, I know that's controversial. Yeah. No, I'm not saying I this. I th- I, I, because essentially you took that away from the fans and I think you took anything that's special away from The Undertaker because The Undertaker, he's a solid performer. You know, I'd probably say in terms of match quality, he's around Triple H's level. Yeah? Well, The Undertaker? Yeah. Oh, right. I'd say he's better than that. He's better, okay, okay, but, but he's not an A-lister and he never will be. Are you sure? Yes, I'm confident. He's not a Rock, Austin, or Hogan, and he never. And mm. yeah, having said that, I think the fact that he doesn't have this streak now, undefeated at WrestleMania. I mean, if he was a share, his stocks would have severely declined a lot more as well, so to That's speak. True. That's Hall true. of Fame, Undertaker, twenty-two and zero or twenty-one and one. I mean, for for example, what sounds better? The DVDs that people have of Undertaker's un- unbeatable streak, kind of. I, in in one funny way, I can understand the fan looking at it thinking, well, this is shit's almost meaningless now. Mm. You know? And I think they took so much away from the fans, and I think it was so wrong to do that. My second point, obviously, Brock Lesnar. Complete shit match, let's be honest. I can understand why if The Undertaker's beat up, and I didn't expect it to be a good match going in. Yeah? I thought, I thought it was is solid. It? it was okay. It wasn't a, It wasn't a horrible match. It, it was very bitty. Apparently, The Undertaker did suffer the concussion during the match, and Brock mm. Lesnar had to help him through. How he suffered the concussion, I don't know. I do remember saying um, uh, that Brock Lesnar can at times be a bit heavy-handed. I remember this as well, yes. Yeah. But going into it, no, and le- I, mean, I mean, no one bought that the Brock Lesnar was going to beat The Undertaker. No one bought any 
of the near falls, really. Um, you know, even the third, yeah. F- even the third F five. Where, if you look at the previous matches, Mike, I think if you're honest with yourself, yeah, there was at least maybe one uh, one near fall in each of the last four or five matches where you thought, oh, this is it, and it wasn't, you know. And I never, yeah, and I never got that with obviously with with Brock Lesnar, and it felt like during the match that fans were waiting for something special to happen, you know, like kick out lots of finishes like they did. And it just didn't happen. And I think part of the... And the fans didn't really react. They didn't boo. They didn't even boo on Raw after. That, that, that they, did, they didn't really boo that much. I think it was comp- complete amazement. And I, and I do think, uh, for at least uh, up until the main event, it completely sucked all the atmosphere out of the arena. In a bad way. In a negative way. There are aspects... Most of what he just said, I agree with. Most of it, I do. There's bits of it where I... Don't particularly. I mean, one thing I've said: the streak can become bigger than the Undertaker. That I do agree with. I do agree with that. I I tend to think that the streak has become something that, indeed, it's it's one of those things where if the Undertaker wanted to put someone over in his last match, yes, that is a wonderful gesture. However, I don't think he'll look back at that as as a good move. Personally, I think he will look back and go, that would have been a lot more special to the fans. And let's be honest, the fans are incredibly important. Obviously, they're, they're the reason there's a show at all. They wanted the streak to last forever. The Undertaker, in his last match, decided he didn't want it to last forever. That's a great shame for the fans. I don't know if I go as far as using the term taking it away from the fans. You are right. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a harsh way of putting it. As for Undertaker himself, I think he is a superb performer. I would say I would put him top ten. Oh yeah, I, know, I agree that I would put him top ten. But I don't think, uh, as as we, we you and I will talk about the shelf, the highest shelf. I don't think I could realistically put him on the highest shelf. Not in terms of wrestling ability, but in terms of overall package superstar meaning that much for the business in term in the way obviously the rock hogan and probably stone cold has done i see what you're getting at yes i would personally say you're probably right he's i would say that the three of them as you say rock taker sorry rock austin hulk just below them Shawn michaels undertaker rick flair yeah then i'd say you have triple h and others triple h jericho Angle, whoever. Yeah, no, yeah, I completely agree. I think that's fair. That's why I put him. So I, w- I would say take a superb performer, wonderful in the ring, incredible character, performed beautifully. Now, as my only real problem with it is this. If he's going to lose, fine. If he wants to put over someone, fine. If he wants to put over Brock Lesnar, fine. But... It doesn't really make much sense when Brock Lesnar himself is in his mid-30s and is only a, and is part-time. Uh, and did he really need to do that? No. No, is he it, didn't. Did it help Brock Lesnar? No. Losing against The Undertaker would not have made Brock Lesnar any weaker. And the, thing, the other thing that I find really annoying, Mike, if I may interject... Go on. ...is... Brock Lesnar, I mean, he doesn't... We all know he's a tough guy. If you wanted him to be an app... I could almost stomach The Undertaker losing had Brock Lesnar beaten John Cena, beaten Triple H, and up yeah. until this match, been undefeated, and then 
beaten The Undertaker. And I, I, at least then I could probably think, OK, they've got this guy. He's a monster. You know, potentially at SummerSlam, if it's Brock versus Brian, now he's beaten the streak. That could be a, that could be the first SummerSlam that does between half a million and a million buys. It yes. could be epic, for example. But they don't even have that because they've beaten Brock Lesnar, you, you know, to the point where... We're beating the Undertaker. I don't think would particularly helped him because we already know he's been beaten at least twice. You know, against John Cena and um, and obviously Triple H. I can see your logic. If if Brock Lesnar, uh, this has crossed my mind too. If he'd ran, if he was the word um, run over everyone, it would be a lot easier to stomach. Yeah, I totally I still, agree. With I, you I still disagree with it, but I could, I could probably be like, I disagree with it, but I can see where they're coming from a lot more than than you and me thinking. You know, years down the line, I think everyone's going to look at this as a big mistake. Are we just fans being moany? I think so. We we may well be, but the thing is, Mike, that had they booked Brock Lesnar better and actually booked this match better, yeah, at least potentially then, if Brock Lesnar faced Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam or even became undefeated and faced Roman Reigns at next yeah. year's, for example, at next year's, you know, WrestleMania saying, I beat the streak, I'm undefeated, I've got the title now, who's going to stop me? I mean, not only will you get a mm-hmm. monster pay-per-view, but whoever beats Brock Lesnar will be, you know, will have a it's rocket strap boosted to it's his ass. Star, yes. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, but the, 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 I think the problem is you're not even going to have that now. Brock Lesnar's the man that's beaten Taker, but it's a bit like, okay, but we, you've been beating my Triple H and John Cena already. You know, we don't have that short mem- memories. Um, so, you know, and uh, it's, it's just a shame. Um, the other question is, um, do you think CM Punk was headbutting the wall <laughs> watching this? Head, well, as in, why wasn't it me? That sort of thing. <laughs> in a funny way, I know CM Punk's gone and stuff. But, I mean, even that might may have made more sense. But let's be honest, Mike. The storyline going in, this is for me. I think uh, probably I'm I'm trying to think who he's faced. Batista. So it would have been WrestleMania 22 was the last time um, that the Undertaker's match probably the build-up was bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is the worst build-up since that WrestleMania since he faced Mark Henry. And that's saying a lot. I think, I think, and I, I, I hate to say this because obviously I'm, I've never been a big fan of this wrestler. But if he was going to lose to anyone, it should have been Orton a few years ago. That would have made the most sense. Oh yeah, and that's the last time I thought I genuinely thought all the way through. Oh yeah, he's losing. He's losing streak, and he didn't. And in hindsight, let's be honest, Mike. In, if we look back at the past and the Undertaker had lost to Orton, I think it would have been a waste. Yes, because Orton has turned out to be dull as ass. You're absolutely right. Yeah, but at the time, I could have almost understood it, even though, once again, I probably would have disagreed. It's such a tricky one to say. I mean, there's so many ideas going around as to why. Well, I mean, Brock Lesnar is going to be dominant, but as you said, he is a part-timer. He may well go to extreme rules. He may well face da- Daniel Bryan. Yeah, quite possibly, but then he'll piss off for three months. Yeah, I, I know, and it just doesn't make, you know, uh, it, it's difficult to make any sense. I mean, had, he, had we suddenly found out he's got, you know, this full-time deal where he's going to appear on, yeah. he's going to appear on, say, 70% of the shows for the rest of the year, fair enough then. That'd you know? make a little more sense, yeah. yeah. I, the only thing I can think of is that 
I reckon that Taker only decided if 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 even it was Taker who decided it may not have been. It yeah, apparently been. it was. I mean, uh, people are saying it was like the, uh, the your Dave Meltzers and Wade Kellers and people like that are saying. Oh, it was, I see. They I believe know. it was. Uh, they've been told by people that obviously it was the Undertaker's decision. Um, obviously the Undertaker hasn't confirmed that. Maybe we'll never know. But uh, they, they they seem to know a lot more than we do. Um, so I'm assuming mm. that that we we got to give them some credibility there. I suspect that I suspect that it was only last minute, not quite last minute, that he went. Yes, I want to put this guy over, because otherwise, if he if he said three months ago I want to put someone over, they wouldn't have put Lesnar in the match. Mm, well, maybe. I mean, but yeah, you're right. You, uh, we, we, we don't know. I mean, do you we, see my logic? I even, do. Even Brian would have, in a weird way, made more sense because he's the next guy. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, what? I... What I probably would have been able to stomach more is Undertaker beating Lesnar than losing a rematch for his career, maybe, at Extreme Rules, yes. or, or even his career at SummerSlam, then, for example, you know? Because then you think, oh, maybe he will win, why me, he won't, because it's not Mania. And unfortunately, if this is Undertaker's last match, we're not going to get Taker Cena. We're not going to get, more significantly to some people, Taker Sting. That's crossed my mind a lot, because I wondered if Sting might turn up on Raw. And so I thought the same thing. We You're might not the have... only one. Uh, yes, I'm not surprised. So yes, take a sting. It'd be a real shame if we never get that. It'd be like Austin Hogan again. They just they're never quite in the right place at the right time. No, no, and that is a. That, I mean, that is a bit of a shame, isn't it? I mean, I mean, take a sting. It's money. I think it would have been a lot more money maybe five, six years ago. Here oh yeah. Signing for TNA, but but yeah, it's one of those matches. Unfortunately, that 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 will never be due to bad timing, or or. or Maybe bad business, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. But for some reason or another, it, it does feel like a mat, a potential match that got taken away from the fans. It's... Ah, this is so hard to work out. I mean, we would be... It's, it's a bit... It's like trying to take... I'm going to use one of my musical analogies. It's like if you take Bohemian Rhapsody, it's like trying to work out what the hell they're singing about. <laughs> but if we work out what they're singing about, if we can make those lyrics link together, are those links say more about us than they are the song? If this makes any sense at all. With the whole Undertaker thing, are we just trying to... If we try and second-guess everything and work it out, are we just going to come up with the sort of stuff we would... We, are we just going to come up with a theory that we're happy with? Ma- yeah, ma- maybe. It's like one of those films where you make up your own at the end. Ending kind of like thing. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah po- possibly, Mike, but... Um, I mean... But my point is, is that we may never know why. No. But in a weird way, sadly, it doesn't matter because it happened. Yeah, and and there's and there's no changing it now. It's just that I know at some point, Double Pod, we will be doing uh, unless uh, unless uh, either of us die. Um, Indeed. Ho- yeah, hopefully not. Um, we w- I'd imagine at some point Undertaker's going into a Hall of Fame. I'm not sure when, but that, yeah, I'm sure that'll happen. Yeah. Yes. And the stickler is Mike. It will come back to haunt me and annoy me about the fact that he lost to WrestleMania that one time. And that will annoy me while we're doing the Hall of Fame show, I guarantee you. It's just a stickler. It, it, it just makes him that tiny bit less special. Yeah, I hate to agree with you uh, on that, but you're right. You're right. Yeah, and it, it's, uh, he should have... Ret- it's, it's, it's a bit like with Bret Hart in a weird way, when he, with the Montreal Screwjob. He should have retired in glory instead of having that horrible fuck-up at the end, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, because he was such a big part. Both, I mean, both, you know, were such a big part of the company, and um, and I can understand he wanted to do it. Some people said it's because Undertaker. It's just a theory. Some people have wanted to lose against like a former UFC champion, um, you Why? know, and make it more real. Because this guy is a UFC chat. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I really don't know why. I don't think it helps. It helps anyone. And if Undertaker does have another match at Rainier, it won't. It won't be as special. No, if, if he has another Mania match, it, no, it really won't matter. Which is why I'm very confident that this is his last one. And the the other thing is what, what I thought. I think it's because he lost. He didn't. You know, for example, when Shawn Michaels had his last match, or Ric Flair had their last match. Yes. We kind of guessed it was his last match after being after the loss, you know, the way he yes. just stood there. But he didn't really get the reaction that Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair did, and I think he deserves that reaction. He but does. for every reason, he doesn't. He doesn't. Was it because of the shock, right? And it probably is. Or was it because fans thinking, for fuck's sake, you lost? No, uh, no, I think because they were in stunned silence. Okay, well, that's good then. At least that's something. But yeah, but it, he didn't really get that legendary, that legendary reaction that... He well, he deserved almost. Yeah, he no deserves absolutely. Through no fault of anyone, I don't think. I think, as he said, it probably may well have been the actual shock of it all. I think it was. If he hadn't got that awful concussion, then I reckon he'd have been on Raw um, on Monday, and there would have been the most incredible standing ovation, which is which is what he deserves, of course. It did. It did. I, I mean, move, moving on to uh, to Raw quickly, just because yes. it's uh, about a similar similar thing. Uh, um. um you know, I, I I think Paul Heyman did the best troll promo ever. Troll promo? Well, you know, trolling the crowd, winding them up about the Undertaker's loss. Yes, he did. He was delightful. It, it was. I'm not saying it made it worth the Undertaker losing, but well, I think he definitely so. did the best the best job anyone could. And the problem is Lesnar stood there, and I kind of realised. I I thought Lesnar, in terms of in terms of in the ring, you have a charisma that's really scary. You you're like a beast. Yeah, absolutely. In yeah. terms of on. In terms of on the mic and things like that, you have absolutely no talent or charisma at all, and that's even when you're screaming. When he was uh, on Raw a couple of weeks ago, and he said to Undertaker, where Heyman was chatting away, and then Lesnar got the mic and said, I came here to fight. But he didn't say it, he said, I came here to fight! It's just, yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, I mean, I mean, this guy looks really mean, and he opens his mouth, and he sounds like a girl, almost. I know that sounds a bit harsh, and I probably wouldn't say that in front of his face because he'd kill me. He'd kill me, Mike. But I think at times the way he screams and stuff. That didn't happen. Oh, good. Uh, the the way he screams and things, he just sounds like a girl sometimes. The screaming, I don't know. I, I don't know if wrestlers should just scream randomly. I mean, see, but someone like the Ultimate Warrior, you can understand, because that's part of his character, and he has a manly scream. Brock Lesnar, in my opinion, doesn't have a manly scream. Yeah, but if he screamed in your face, you'd still shit yourself. You would still shit yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, uh, you know, and and I'd, uh, I would still probably uh, part of me might still snigger at the womanly scream. Unfortunately, I, I, I'd I, die. I would. I wouldn't if I were you. <laughs> no, no. But 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 there you go. I, I mean, that's obviously our opinions on the Undertaker. Yeah, I I, I, agree, I agree with you that he sh- that he shouldn't have lost. It's a great shame because the fans are now furious. But I can kind of see his logic that he wanted to put someone over. Yeah. It, but I think the whole way it was done in terms of doing good business, uh, yeah, was ridiculous. But, you know, if that's what The Undertaker wants, fair enough. But I think you're right, Mike. I, th- I think 
more than a few people that that decided to go that decision or were happy with it may well regret it in five or six yes. years' time and think that was stupid. Uh, yes, yeah, so I reckon that's exactly what will happen. And it's not like someone dropping the title or anything. It, this is de- you know, so you can get it back. This is something you cannot get back. So indeed, this is the, there's no way around this. No, I mean, with the initial pin, even people thought, because uh, they didn't play the Brock Lesnar's music straight away, I genuinely thought it was a mistake. And I thought they'll do a replay, and Undertaker would have just about got his shoulder up or something, you know? I was thinking the same thing. I thought, there's got to be something more to this. And then, well, we, we all wanted there to be more to it. Well, as I said, when I spoke to Darren earlier, he said, is there some rule where you only have a time limit to win? As- no, Darren, he lost. <laughs> oh, dear. There is still a Father Christmas, though, Darren. But, I mean... Um, there is still a Father Christmas, but he's no longer on beach at WrestleMania. <laughs> no, no, clearly not. So, but will this be, Mike, the mania? Will this be remembered as the mania that Undertaker lost? Or will this be remembered as the mania that Daniel Bryan conquered all? Both. Oh, that's a good answer. What did you think about Daniel Bryan's mania? I thought it was fucking marvellous. Yes. What, what else do you say? It was, it was just one of those ways that that is how mania should have... Should, should always have... be. Exactly. It was also where finally the good guy won. It was that sort of thing. And it wasn't John Cena. And it was, it was no, just... No, the good, boy, the good guy pretty much everyone wanted to win. One. Exactly. The good guy, the, the guy who could wrestle his tits off, who has got a bizarre charisma that I can't explain, but I still love it. That I just, it was just great. And, and I loved the chart on Raw of, you deserve it. Oh, yes. You deserve it. That was so cool. That and was he awesome. does. He does. No. Yeah, yeah he, he deserved it, really, for since SummerSlam. Yes, that's true. That's true. But not just that. Considering he was like he's he started at the age of eighteen, he was about he was about two inches wide and about eight inches tall. And now look at him. He's on. He's the king of the wrestling world, and he's done it because he's worked his tits off. He has, hasn't he? Yeah. Beautiful. I, I mean, the Triple H Matt, It was a very good opener. One of the one of it the better good. openers yeah. in, in the most recent years of Mania. Yes, indeed. And probably one of the better main events. In, I, thought very, I thought the manager was very good, yeah. And I think the TNA Russo-esque interference, uh, which I probably would have said I probably wouldn't have wanted at first, yeah. uh, egg on my face, I definitely think it helped the match. What do you mean where uh, Triple H and Steph came out? Yes. It enhanced it, didn't it? It gave me a bit of a kick in the ass. Yeah, and I, yeah, and it kind of showed me, you know, you know uh, it, the right way of doing interferences. Yes, if it's if it's done well, it, it can. You know, that's what these things are there for to add to the the story of it all. Yeah, and if you notice, there really wasn't too many fuck finishes at WrestleMania, right? No, no. So in terms of this, you thought, oh my god, you actually feared the interference. It wasn't, for example, Mike, like your average TNA show where <laughs> you have about ninety percent interferences and fuck finishes, for example. You know, indeed. Although there is one thing about Mania that puzzled me. Oh yeah, on Raw the next night. Uh, they showed a lot of photos of Mania, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't see one photo from the Shield match. because uh, it was so short. Well, yeah, but still someone would have gone, surely. Yes, yeah, maybe. I mean, um, apparently Billy Gunn was quite ill afterwards as well. He puked up a bit of blood. Oh, the God. He's, I don't think he went to hospital, and as far as I know, he was cleared by the doctors 
and everything was okay. But that's that's still a bit scary. I mean, they had a good, they had a solid, but quite a short match. Um, and then I mean, if we if we're all honest, Mike, this yeah. match was the you know ugly stepchild, black shit, whatever you want to call it, the odd one out in terms mm-hmm. of the mania card. It's a strange match. I mean, we, we said beforehand we've been very cobbled together, and it's as if Vince suddenly realised this and went, "Bugger, let's get this one over with." It was strange. It and was. Because the Shield are so good in their six-man matches. They're brilliant, but they just didn't give them any time. No, no. I mean, I mean, they, they didn't, and it was a, it, it was a bit of a shame um, that, that they didn't. I mean, it, they showed their dominance. Having said that, the Shield did have their big moment on Monday Night Raw the next night at the main oh, event. Oh, they did, and I loved them for Face it. Face turn, pretty much. Basically, I mean, I've always loved the Shield. I mean, I think it was only after about a month or two after they arrived, I started thinking, so these guys are seriously cool. There's just something, there's something really cool about them, even when Dean Ambrose is talking. And, uh, yeah, to, to see them go fully face is a bit of a surprise. You know, well, obviously, it's been, it's been on the cards for a, a month or so, and I'm surprised they were doing it at all. But, again, if, it's like you said before. Don't change them, just change the opponents, and, you, and it'll work fine. Yeah, because they're cool. People were thinking they're cool anyway. Exactly. People have always found them cool. Um, you, you know, I mean, I mean dare I say it, they, they got that coolness factor that the NWR originally had, almost, you know? The yes. Way you feel. Um, it is along those lines. It's so bad that they're, they're, they're cool. You know, I, I mean, and the things you can do with these people over the next years, it, it's fantastic. For example, Mike, I mean, you could have um, um, have the scene, for example, whatever reason, Daniel Bryan loses the title. And obviously, um, you know, for example, one of the Shield members have it. And at TLC, TLC, you have a triple threat TLC for the title with the three Shield members. Oh, I love that. No, yeah, but I mean, you can, and that's how, if you wanted to break them up at that point, that's how you could start, obviously, the breaker, feuding over the belt. Or, or, but there's so much still that you can do with this group. I mean, one of the plans people are thinking, um, and it's only a conjecture at this point, is the Shield versus Evolution. Yes, I wondered about this as well. If that could happen at Extreme Rules, I mean, don't call it Evolution for the love of Christ, but I, I, but I think that could happen at Extreme Rules. Definitely, I wouldn't want it. Yeah, but the the problem with happening at Extreme Rules, Extreme Rules, you're going to hot shot it far too quick. Uh, I That's mean, true. Maybe a, like a slow build. At SummerSlam's a long way away, but mm-hmm. to have it as one of the co-main events of SummerSlam, like have like um some kind of a slow build. I mean, because let's be honest, in some way or another. If, especially if it's in a cage or some kind of a gimmick, maybe Mike, like um, yes. no holds barred or some or hell in a cell or something like that. We, yeah. can, I still think there's money left in a pay per view um, Shield versus Wyatt match, especially given some kind of a gimmick. Did you see that they're doing Shield versus Wyatt again, but on main events? I did. Yes, I did. That's I did. odd. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, it, it may, which which doesn't give me. Doesn't give my theory much credit on on it potentially being a pay per view, another pay per view event down the line. Even though I still think there's still room for that for that feud. I mean, it was a great match. The one that had the elimination chain was probably the match of the night. Yes, very good match. It, 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 yeah, it was. 
it, it might. I mean, I was more excited about that than Elimination Chamber to the point that I stayed up for that, and then I fell asleep before the Elimination Chamber. Thought thinking mm-hmm. I'd watch it later. So yes, Mike, you're ap- you're absolutely right. It was very. It was exciting. It was the feud, and in some funny way, I think you and I both said it. Really, we we kind of wished that that was the match they had at WrestleMania. Yep, we said it a couple of times. Yeah. Um, but but the match that well the Whites had at Mania was obviously John Cena versus Bray Wyatt where John Cena won. I wonder why he won. Did he really need to win? Should he have won? Mike should Bray have won? Talk to me. I was a little surprised when Cena won, partly because just how the mat, the rest of the matches on the show have gone so far. Let's be honest, it, it seemed to be like a young guns show, didn't it? It was uh, the Shield won. Cesaro won, Brian won, the Usos won on the pre-show. So I thought, I thought Wyatt might have this. And as you say, um, Cena... Was Cena on Raw? Yes, I don't know when, but he must have been. Yes, he was. Go- he, he wrestled with Sheamus in a six-man, didn't he? Oh, that's right. In yes. the beginning. Yes, uh, with... Uh, what's his face? Big E. Yes. Were they, were they against the Whites, in fact? I don't know. I completely forgot who they were against. I think they were against the Whites. That's I think it. they were. Yeah, I mean, as you say, I don't think Cena really needed the win. Whereas a brave Wyatt, it would have done the world of good. Yep. Um, it's a simple thing to say, but it's true in this instance. And let's be honest, I mean, you've got extreme rules, yeah? Yes. I mean, I mean, if you wanted to do it... Simple storyline, Mike. You know, have Bray Wyatt win. It should have been clean, but if he didn't want it, have the Wyatt cheat somewhat. And then Extreme Rules, Steel Cage, John Cena versus Bray Wyatt if he wants to get his win back. Mm. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think about WrestleMania, I, 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 I do agree. Bray Wyatt winning would have been fantastic. But then again, we mentioned that Bray, Bray Wyatt could have won. Fair enough. Won, and then they could have continued to beat Cena. And you could have had Hogan, Austin and Rock make the save. What a nice Mania moment that would have been. We mentioned oh, that, that would have been amazing. Yeah, so Bray Wyatt wins. So he's got the chance to boast on Raw. The fans, obviously, the, you know, you've seen the fans, you know, they, they get obviously John Cena teaming up with uh, Rock, Hogan and Austin to get, to get this heat back somewhat. And you have a nice Mania moment. You imagine having those four standing on the four turnbuckles. Oh, so, well, there you go. Uh, well, there you go. Four superstars of different eras. Well, Stone Cold and The Rock are the similar ones, yeah. Yeah. Uh, of very different er- of different eras. You know, that would have been brilliant, wouldn't it? Then Bret Hart would have been at home going, "Oh, bugger!" Well, he was there, wasn't he? Remember? Oh yeah, he was in the audience, of course. He didn't look particularly thrilled to be there. For remember, but he was there. Well, he he never looks that thrilled, does he? No, that's true. Do you think Bret Bret Hart is seen to be a guy who he doesn't? He's not normal, as you say. He never looks as ecstatic to be anywhere. But do you think if you bring him a really nice sandwich, he's just like, "This is amazing." No, no, not even then. I think he never sells it. Uh, he won't be like Ric Flair and start to um, do elbow drops on it. Potentially, I mean, I can imagine if you brought Ric Flair a sandwich he didn't like, he'll cut a promo and start doing uh, wrestling moves on it. A figure four leg lock on a on a Battenberg cake. Oh, the, the pain and the mess. That would that would crumble very quickly, wouldn't it? It would. It would. It would. It wouldn't tap. It would just crumble. I've got this. Oh, very good. I've got a memory now of when of, of when one of the times he was in WCW, Ric Flair, and was. Um, Dropping elbows on his jacket. Yeah, didn't he drop elbows on, I think, Mick Foley's autobiography at one point as well in, in WWE? 
Really? I didn't know that. I think something like that may have happened, yeah. Which, yeah, which is similar to his jacket. I mean, it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> so. Delightfully bizarre. Abs- absolutely, my it is it is delightfully de- delightfully bizarre. So, um, and obviously uh, we've got the what? What do you think of the Divas match? What on the show or on Raw? On uh, Raw? No, let's talk about the show first because the Raw one is exciting. It is the one. Uh, there's not a lot to say, really, is there? It was just it was a fourteen Diva bland off. If you see what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best way of putting it. It was AJ and a bunch of women, most of whom can't wrestle but look nice. Eva Mendes. No, Eva, yeah. Eva, Eva Mendes. What's her name? What's the one who reminds me of Eva Mendes? I'm not sure. Rosa Mendes. That's it. Rosa I, was still, Mendes I wasn't sure until you said. Rosa Mendes' new haircut is a disaster. Um, I. No. Not a great, not a brilliant match, particularly. But if we move to the Raw match, yep, wasn't that a surprise? Well, yeah, to Paige, Paige, the new Divas champion and the NXT Women's champion. I saw that coming before even even um, AJ announced announced it. I thought she's gonna. I, I mean, it, when you when you look at it, it was all starting to happen, wasn't it, in front of your eyes before it happened? I mean, oh did, yeah, as, as soon as Paige walked down, you knew they were going to have a match, and you I knew there was going to be a new Divas champion. Because I thought, I I, I thought okay, because if they, you know, um, that's why AJ didn't lose it at, at Mania. Well, I thought perhaps they'd have an impromptu match, Paige would win, and then challenge for it to the pay per view. I didn't think she'd win it that night. So you were ahead of me on that one. Yeah, I thought she would. I thought she would. And the, but surely, the minute AJ said, let's have this one for the title, you knew Paige was winning it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, interest. I, and, you know, I've heard nothing. You probably know more about it than I do, but I've heard nothing but good things from yourself and other people on, on, on NXT about her. What's cool about Paige is that she has this gimmick where she's the anti-diva, she calls herself. Or anti-diva, if you prefer. Which I can understand because she's she's not really like any other deal because she looks uh, she she doesn't look quite like the American girls because she's a lot more pale, slightly gothicy looking if that's the right word, and uh, she basically says to says to female wrestlers not hey let's have a match and have a lot of, let's have a fun competitive match she says I'm going to break your face and Baby. that's good isn't it that's brilliant I just but these on I mean, how many girls you know threaten to do that to us. Uh, to me, quite regularly. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, Orpington's a small town. When you've been through it like I have, <laughs> well, you, um, yeah. It, However, it, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Paige seemed very timid on Raw, and I thought, please, uh, please tell me that they're not changing her gimmick. I, re- I really. Yeah, she did, didn't she? I really hope not. I think she she needs to get on a pri- she needs to get on the mic on the next roll and basically do her stuff. Yes, just let her be what she's been so far. I mean, with Biggie Langston, he's someone who who was very good in NXT. They brought him up to to Raw, changed his gimmick completely. It was awful. Now he's going. Now he's being a bit more his NXT style again, a little bit, and he's working out very well. Don't. Shane, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And also, Bo Dallas is coming up, which is fantastic. And Adam Rose as well, isn't it? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not really familiar with him, to be honest. But, 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 but well, we, we, hopefully we will be coming about SummerSlam, Mike, and hopefully we'll have lots to say. Does, does it feel to you, Mike, like like the dawn of a new era after the new guys win at Mania 30? We've got the Shield, we've got the Wyatts, we've got Daniel Bryan as the as the number one guy, so to speak, with obviously potentially Randy Orton, Triple H, or not Triple H, Randy Orton, Batista, and John Cena kind of taking a back seat. The last, you, you know, potentially from now. I mean, I mean, for you, does it feel like the WWE are ushering in a new era of wrestling, or or, 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 or is it too much too soon? Am I am I getting too excited? No, I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah, and it's fantastic. Yeah, I, and okay, the mania. It wasn't a blowaway, amazing mania, other than the Daniel no. Bryan thing, right? That was yeah. fantastic and to the point that for that and the Hall of Fame, I would probably suggest I'm going to. I probably suggest it's worth a DVD purchase when it comes out. Okay, yeah. right. Um, how? What? But I forgot what I was going to say now, Mike. Did it involve uh, carrots? No, no, no. But I can see in the dark quite well. Um, good, good, good. Are you in the dark now? <laughs> no, no. The, the light, the lights are on, and I'm just about home. Um, That's I, good to I, know. And I, I completely forgot what I was going. Can't have been that important. And I'm sure potentially it'll come to me, or or not, and I won't be able to sleep tonight. Oh, oh, God, hang on. Um, what were you talking about in the build-up to it? I, uh, uh, about the, I talk about the, the, the new era, and new even though era. WrestleMania 30 didn't... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Even though WrestleMania 30 didn't blow us away, in terms of going forward after a mania, this is probably one of the most excited I've actually been in terms of uh, being excited of who they're going to push, what's going to happen, new feuds, finally. No Orton, Cena, bloody Batista, Triple that's stupid, you know what I mean? Like amalgamation of them in the main event. We've got new feuds, we've got new matches, new people. I, I mean, it's WWE is looking so positive. And on this day, Mike, on the weekend of all of these new things, Daniel Bryan winning the title, The Undertaker losing, Mike. I believe he's him losing his his undefeated streak. TNA had an important announcement to make. Did they? Christy Hammy's been added to creative. Anyway, moving on. She hasn't, has she? Apparently so, yeah. What's she going to do? Yes, well, they, well then maybe then they know something we don't. But anyway, um, um, that, that, um, and Jeff Jarrett has obviously launched his new wrestling company. Yes, I, I want to hear about this. Global what? Force Wrestling. That's all I know. I think that's the name. Global, Global Force Wrestling. Is it, I think, Global Force Wrestling, is it? I have no idea. Um, I, th- I think that's what it's called, Mike. It's called Mike? No. Um, He's got a wrestling company named after me. Global Force Wrestling, yeah. Uh, sod, sod that, I want a wrestling company named after me. Mike, it's Global Force Wrestling better than Total Non-Stop Action or Impact Wrestling. Uh, well, at least it knows what it's called. Yeah, <laughs> so it's already better. Okay, moving on. Um, yeah. I personally don't think it's the best name. What would, what would you have called it? Sharon. <laughs> right. Um, okay, I'm on their website now. Okay. Um, uh, with with our Karen Jarrett and obviously the Warrior. They've got a memory of the Warrior there. They've got T-shirts for sale already. Global Force Wrestling T-shirts. Launch date, okay. media coverage so far. Um, join the Force. It's coming. Uh, there's not too much news about it. I mean, I'm mm. wondering who they're going to sign. 
I heard a rumour that uh, uh, AJ Styles actually signed for Japan. Yes, I heard that too. So probably not AJ Styles then. So who's left? Uh, um, exactly. Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious. Yes. Uh, Steve Carino. Um, interestingly, I mean, I don't think... Uh, well, I mean, and... and I mean, in terms of excitement, I'm excited about this to see what happens, Mike. I would love a third wrestling group, and I'd love them to be successful, probably more successful than uh, potentially than TNA. They they got the potential to be more successful than TNA because they're starting from a a, a new back, a a new thing. I think a lot of people, a lot of wrestling fans, will be interested TNA and WWE hardcore ones to at least give it a go. You know, I'll certainly give it a whack. Now, interest if they if they, I think. um, Depending what kind of a channel they get. I mean, for example, if I was these people, I would beg, I would try, for example, to get on, for example, Channel 5. Well, you know, you know, the fifth biggest yeah. Freeview channel, um, obviously, uh, now. You know, one of the big five. Um, or something yes. like that in England to, to, to become a force rather than challenge because more people watch Channel 5 and know about it than, for example, I think even Challenge TV, unfortunately. Um, I think that's quite an ask, though, for a new company. It is quite an ask. Having said that, Mike... All channels mm-hmm. are now 24 hours. What's yes. stopping them from having it on midnight on a Wednesday when they're not going to get many viewers anyway and go from there, for example? Wednesday at midnight, Global Force Wrestling. I mean, I'm sure if we don't watch it, I'm sure both of us would DVR it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, but yeah, but in terms of t- they, they do need a TV deal of some sort. The next yes. announcement is a Monday, April the 14th. Oh, so, right. So, um, I said so by the next time we have a podcast, we'll probably know a bit more. Sounds good to me. Um, so, we got Jeff, Jarrett, and Karen Jarrett, who's not Angle, but Jarrett. Yes. They're launching the company. Uh, I, it doesn't sound like there's a lot to know yet. No, no, other than T-shirts. I mean, I mean, they've got, you know, they've got a, uh, it almost, it, to be honest, their logo almost looks like a courier company. Um, rather than an actual wrestling company. I'm going to look this up. Hang on. Yeah, you'll see it. At Global Force Wrestling. Go to the website. Globalforcewrestling.com. Mike's live review of the website. And it's fresh. He hasn't seen this website before, boys and girls. I'm going to ask how many worldwide webs out of five Mike would give the website. Globalforcewrestling.com. Here we go. Here we are. You know when you go on the internet and if you go onto a page and instead of seeing a page, it just says this domain is available. That's what that symbol looks like to me. Yeah. Um. It's been, it, for, that for me, doesn't it, look like a wrestling logo at all. No, for me, it looks like a courier company. Where you take out the wrestling bit and you put Global Force. Global courier. Force. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm not too. I'm not too. Uh, mm, uh, uh, well, there you go. There you go. We'll see. Okay, Global <laughs> Global Force Wrestling. Quite. Um, not the best name, not the best logo. So how many Terrible worldwide sim. webs out of five would you give your overall online experience with Global Force Wrestling? I'll be honest, it's not brilliant. 
The the best thing so far is Karen Angle looks fit in the in the t shirt. So at least one World Wide Web out of that, five. That's one. Jarrett looks like Jeff Jarrett in the looks like a wrestler. Does it help the fact not that it's really. not it's not TNA? Would that give would that at least give it half a World Wide Web? It already looks a bit easier to follow than the TNA website. Good. Let's look in the shop. Hang on, I'll look in the shop. Because I know you mentioned T-shirts. We've got T-shirt, T-shirt. Oh, we've got a lot of T-shirts. What's this? We have Global Force Wrestling autographed. Oh, my goodness. Have you seen this? No, what? We've got... Uh, you can get a Global Force autographed 8x10 of Jeff, Je- of Jeff and Karen Jarrett. And it just looks like an invite to their wedding or their anniversary or something. It looks really strange. It's Jeff Jarrett in a suit. I've seen Car- it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Karen Angle. It's, it's. It, it looks a bit like come to. Actually, it looks a bit like come to our car auction. Well, there you go. With this being the attractive lady who lollops over the cars. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't really know what to say, Mike. Um, there you go. Uh, it's it, it, it's. Mm. I've seen better looking websites. We've got a better looking website. www.pod.moonview.com. It's more simple. It is more simple. Or if you, or if, if or if you're one of these people who doesn't like websites, how did you find us? Then um, go on at www.pod on Twitter. We'll listen to you there. Oh, by uh, the way, a quick shout out to all of our emailers in Jason Marshall. Hello, mate. Hello, Jason. Mm-hmm. Right, moving on. Next, where? Oh, by the way. Yep. Main event of um, Raw. Good. I was quite terrified. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't. Um, I, I thought I was a bit. either I was the a Shield thing. are going to come down after that promo, which I figured would happen, or yeah. I thought at some point Sting's going to make an appearance. I did want to Sting my debut, yes. I was like, oh, thank God that, uh, I, that Daniel Bryan's still the champion. Thank God. Because if it, if, it if it was another 24-hour reign, for a start, everyone would go mental. But just the fact that it's beaten 24 hours means that I think it's going to be a proper one, if you see what I mean. So thank God for that. And I think in a funny way, if I really hope this is a good... I really hope this is at least a good four or five months title reign with a good four or five pay-per-views under his belt of, of you know, uh, winning. Um, at the ver- at least, we're talking. But, but because at the very least, you've always... I think whoever Daniel Bryan faces, you've always got that fear of he might lose now, which probably might help in terms of getting the pay-per-view. It might help in terms of making the matches edge of your seat stuff, yeah. Um, and talking about pay per views, which the, uh, the I mean, the, the, one of the last things I particularly want to talk about, WWE reveals subscriber numbers for the WWE Network, Mike. Oh, how are they do- how are they doing? They wanted a million by the end of the year. They wanted a million by the end of the year. How are they doing so far? Have a guess. Is in, it good? To the nearest hundred thousand. Try it. Three hundred thousand. More. Good. Four hundred. More. 500. More! 600. 667,287. Well, that's quite... That's, that's pretty cool. That's all right. There is a part. Uh, yes. Okay. It's coming in the UK early... Late 2014, early 2015. Yes, indeed. Okay. I cannot wait. It really should... Uh, we keep saying... And I appreciate sure there's probably reasons it should have been... In the... It should have been over here before Mania. Cause that, yes. Because the problem is, Mike, Mania, at being the most expensive pay-per-view in America... Yeah. Is 
essentially, is basically that is the one, you know, people buy it for. For buying Mania, you can get six months of the network. Indeed. Right? Now, the problem is, Mike, that's a good number, but why, But now Mania is over, it, it lessens the impetus to buy it, essentially. Yes, for, it for does, people yes. people to get on the bandwagon. Unless, mm-hmm. obviously, this whole Daniel Bryan thing really, really takes off, which I hope it does. So it makes you wonder, are they going to get to the one million mark? Because um, even in the UK, it's a six-month contract at the moment. So yes. I say even when it releases in the UK, are people going to think, okay, I'm going to get it, but I'm probably going to wait till... I mean, they really need to release it in the UK. I'd probably say either... They need to release it before the Royal Rumble, in my opinion. Yes, I was wondering similar. Um, In a perfect world, I would really try and release it before SummerSlam and get the big push there. That would be great. I mean, in in a marketing way... It would make a lot of sense if they did it the same time next year, but I don't want to wait that long. Yeah, you probably, yeah, it probably, it probably would it, in a marketing way, but I think before the definitely before before the Royal, the Royal Rumble or, or even mainly. But the problem is, I think the the longer the 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 longer the way they wait, the less yeah. money the the less money they they're actually going to have. I mean, are, do you think they'll reach a million? Is there oh is there a good four hundred thousand in the UK and Europe that would that would do this network? Do you think over the UK and all of Europe? Is that what you're thinking? And Canada. Um, and Canada. What about Japan? Um, okay, we've got in the U. Will be rolled out in Canada, UK, Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Hong Kong, and the Nordics in late 14, early 2015. So it doesn't necessarily mention Japan, but we've got but we've got Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Hong Kong, and the Nordics, and obviously the UK. I mm, I reckon they could do it. They could do it, but I think it. it I think it. It, it's, it. It will be quite close either way. Yes, I agree. It, it, I think. It, I think the least they'll get is nine hundred. Now, and are you on the and and are you on the fence, Mike? That pay per views are less important now. This um, network is obviously. Uh, you, you know, you pay essentially ten dollars, which may well end up being ten pounds um, uh, uh, a month. For this network, I think it might be a bit less personally, about seven fifty maybe. But Could ten, be seven fifty, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, over here Netflix is like five, six pounds. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, and uh, and when you think about it, pay per views are fifteen as opposed to fifty dollars. Yeah, fifteen. So they're a lot cheaper. So I think they'd have to have it a bit cheaper than ten dollars, maybe. But seven pound fifty. I mean, I think in terms of dollars, it's probably about seven pounds is ten dollars now, roughly. I'm talking really Some, roughly. I think it's what it's six fifty. But carry yeah. on. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I would probably pay ten pounds. I think you said you would as well. But yeah, yeah, you would. and I are hardcore fans. Now, if they're talking about yeah. the casual slash the semi-hardcore fan on the fence, would they pay a tenner? I don't know. Would they pay seven pounds? A lot I'm more likely. You said core at the end of that word. <clears throat> what a hardcore. Semi-hardcore. Uh, very. Uh, let's see. Thank um, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but the big th- the big thing is uh, uh, is in, is enough are enough people going going to buy it. I, and I, I, think, I, think as... combi- I think if you combine all those territories or countries, you yes, think yes, it will. I think it'll be fine. So the, next, so the other question is, are pay-per-views more or less important? I won't know until I get the network. I mean, no, but what do you think in terms of the network? Because they've got these people now uh, for six months, so they can think, okay, we won't focus so much on the pay-per-views and maybe more and more on TV. Or are you of the case of the pay-per-views in terms of being fresh content are the most are really important because they're one of the, they're, they're the biggest thing that arguably sell this network because you get them essentially for $10 a month. I mean, I mean, what fence do you think we should be sitting on? 
I... Do you know what I want to happen? Yes. What I want to happen is that the WWE Network, instead of pulling away focus from new content television and pay-per-views, will instead mean the WWE concentrate more on the network and less on the films. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? And I completely agree. They are a wrestling company, not an entertainment company like they try and make us believe all the time. This is what I think. Although, as a, I've never... Have I ever seen a WWE film? I don't know. There's a, there's a couple of okay ones. Yeah, The Chaperone. Mm, it's, okay. it's, a, it's a nice family movie. I've watched it. Kids liked it. Um, but it's not going to win any awards. So he did it with an Oscar? No. He did it with a BAFTA? Mm, no. But he put himself over. Well, of course he did. For a slammy. Best actor. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not an enormous expert in the world of WWE films, having never seen any of them. But uh, I... You know, you got... Is it? Is it the Raz... Is it... What? What's that? Is it the Razzies? The yes, Raspberries? The Razzies. The Razzies. Because yes, uh, I know that um, Halle Berry won a Razzie. For Catwoman, wasn't it? For Catwoman. And she actually turned up and accepted it and did a hilarious speech. Oh, brilliant. She actually came in sobbing and said, I'm, I want to thank all of the directors for, for giving me the opportunity to make this piece of shit movie. <laughs> That's brilliant. I want, Could we ever see the WWE winning a Razzie? Yes. Because clearly, because if they were total horseshit, they'd win a Razzie. If they were brilliant, they'd win an Oscar. So we know that they're not quite an Oscar, but they're above a Razzie. That's something. Yeah, I guess it is, really. All right, not really. But yeah, uh, in, t- I, in terms of what you were saying before about the pay-per-views... Mm-hmm. I think they're still important. I, I, I think it's still the monthly extravaganza that everything's built towards. I think, I think it will be a bit less important because you think, oh, if I don't fancy this pay per view, I'll watch some NXT on demand. I'll watch an ECW pay per view from nineteen ninety four. Well, not a pay per view if it's from ninety four, but you see what I mean. Yeah, there'll be a lot of other options, but I, I, to to me personally, they'll still be important. So you still think that what they they have they should really be one of the key selling points because without yes. decent pay per views, are you really going to be want to re- to renew in that six month thing once you've pretty much seen everything you want on the on demand bit? Exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah. So okay, okay. Well, well, that's interesting. Um, so I guess we'll have to see, obviously, about the um about the subscriber numbers. I can't wait to get it. I can't wait. But it's it feels like a new world in wrestling. Uh, it, have, we, have we turned the tide? Some people are as bold as predicting a new wrestling boom. Um, I Obviously, we want one. We haven't it had one a, since the late 90s, I really have you, if we're honest. Not really, no. It would be incredible. It'd be amazing. I think it deserves to happen. I think the talent deserve it. I think what we need, though, is to make sure that the booking is as good as the talent can be, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, no, yeah, give, yeah, actually give their talent a chance, which is something they haven't done with Daniel Bryan up until recently. And um, one thing comes to mind, is Daniel Bryan being champion a bit like when Bret Hart was champion? But what, what I mean by that is the wrestling audience is smaller, but the audience itself are obsessed with him. I think so. 
maybe I think, but even I think potentially even more so. But probably the only reason where I'd probably argue that Daniel Bryan may have more charisma outside the ring than Bret Hart in terms of promos and things like that. Okay, yes, I can see that. And I think in this world of of of, of um, media, uh, uh, social media, you know, news twenty four seven, and the yeah. fact that Daniel Bryan is on Total Divas as one of the better's boyfriends, and he's quite oh, a good yeah. personality on that. I think I, I think things like that are only really going to help him. Um, so, you love Total Divas, don't you? I'm sad. No, you're not. So you're, you, you're just you, misunderstood. You, you should watch it, Mike. I bet you, you, if you watch one episode, you will start to enjoy it. How long are the episodes? About forty minutes. No, oh, never mind. <laughs> you will, because they go backstage in the WWE as well. Well, it, it does sound interesting. At the last episode, yeah. Summer Rae actually slapped Natalia and stuff, and obviously, um, I know. Had, and, and obviously, um, Natalia had a word with Fandango, and Fandango's basically had a go at her saying. Basically saying, look, you know, don't don't start dicking around. This is my career on the line as well as yours. And Black, she had a go at her. What Fandango had a go at Natalia? Summer Rae. Oh, Summer Rae. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. Mm. You see John Cena's house. You is see the nice? and you see that both that the USO, uh, I think the one that's going out with um, uh, one of the Funkadactyls has a, actually a really good personality. Uh, and given a chance, the USOs would be. Uh, an amazing, you know, an even more, an even better tag team in terms of uh, their promos and things like that, rather than just shouting. But they're, they're, you know, alas, WWE don't actually let them, despite clearly being a good TV personality. So one of the Usos is going to one of the Funkadactyls. Yes. Well done. Abso- absolutely. So you obviously got the two Bellas. You got Natalia going out with obviously. Um, I forgot. Well, well, they're married now. Tyson Kidd. Yes. They're married now. Yeah. Ah, love is in the air. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. But but anyway, Mike. Um, I guess that that's pretty much it for for, for the review show. Unless you want want to add add anything. So I was going to say, Mike, take us away into this supposed new era of wrestling. Every now and again, I that sounded like I was going into total total eclipse of the heart, didn't it? It did. It did a little bit, but I didn't in this instance. There are there are many times I'm going to. I was about to say slip into Bonnie Tyler. That doesn't sound quite right either. There's, I, 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 the sentence isn't going very well so far. Shall we start again? Shreddies. Who will survive? Good night. Tataka 